Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to the podcast for April 2017. Good morning, and I say good morning because it's very early in the morning here. It's uh, 6.40 a.m., and the reason I'm recording it early is because the house behind mine is having some building work done at the moment, and they start quite early, and they're very noisy. So I thought I'd better get this recording in before the noise starts. So, excuse the... uh, the croaky voice. Anyway, let's get started. As usual, with a puzzle for the month. Um, but this time, not from me, it's from Transom subscriber Nigel Fern. Thanks, Nigel. He wrote to me to say that a good puzzle had just cropped up to him the other day, and it's probably one that we're all familiar with in a very practical situation. The puzzle comes out of a need to carefully and accurately cut the last piece of a cake into two equal pieces. So you have to imagine, let's say, a a delicious coffee and walnut cake, my favourite, and it's almost completely been eaten except for one last lonely slice that needs to be cut in two. So rather than cut the cake in the normal way from the sort of the centre of the circle to the midpoint of the arc, which can be a bit tricky if the uh, slice isn't very uh, big, you decide to cut the cake in a direction that's perpendicular to that. So you're not cutting the cake horizontally, but vertically, so that the centre of the original cake is on one side of your cut, and the arc is on the other. So the question is, where do you make the cut so as to get two equal volumes of mouth-watering cake. So the answer, as usual, will be at the end of this podcast. So one of the things I thought I'd mention in this podcast were the top 10 starters on the website at the moment. And the way these have been determined is by the votes that people have left. You probably know that about halfway down the page for each starter, there is a little um, voting system where you can vote on a scale of 1 to 5 how useful the starter is for you. And when all these uh, votes have been added up, we have a top 10. So, what are the top 10? Here they are, in reverse order. Number 10, Adel. This is a um, a mental adding starter. Well, incidentally, the links to all these starters can be found on the website at transom.org slash newsletter. Number nine is one called Flabbergasted, which is actually a really intriguing puzzle um, involving factors and multiples. And if you haven't tried it yourself as a teacher, have a go. It's fascinating. Number eight is called One Out of Ten, and it's perfect for the 1st of April. In fact, it's specifically designed for the 1st of April because it's a bit of a joke. Um, You'll have to see it to realise what the joke is, and it's a great one to play on your pupils. It's called One Out of Ten, and it's the starter of the day for the 1st of April. 
Number seven is a starter called Ice Cream, where pupils have to decide how many different two-scoop ice creams can be made. And the starter features an ice cream machine where you can press the buttons and actually make the ice creams. Well, little pictures of them anyway. Number six, Mystic Maths. A bit of uh, magic in your math at the beginning of your mathematics lesson. But I think the best thing is if you scroll down the page to the bottom and there's a mind reader. Have a go at that. And if you haven't uh, tried that out on your pupils, um, you'll be uh, impressed with the reaction that uh, you get from that. Number five is Broken Calculator. There are a series of Broken Calculator activities on the website. These are calculators where most of the buttons are missing and you have to achieve certain totals with the buttons that remain. Number four is a starter called Sum Square, which is one of many puzzles where you have to drag numbers into the correct position on a, on a sort of a grid or a diagram. Um, number three is called the 950 puzzle and this is a very quick starter just for fun if you don't want to take too long at the beginning of your lesson doing the starter. Number two is the maths crossword and um, my weird sense of humor comes into play with some of the clues here but uh, I hope you enjoy that and that's uh, suitable for secondary uh, pupils of any age really. But number one is the starter, well, the series of starters called How Many? How many triangles, how many rectangles, or how many squares? So diagrams are presented, and you have to work out how many little triangles can be found in the, the big diagram. Now, strangely enough, they are easily the top most popular starter, but I have a feeling it's because, um, due to the, the Google um, search engine, Many people come and visit the How Many Starters from all sorts of different places, people who are not necessarily maths teachers, and uh, they do these puzzles and, and leave their, their vote, their score. Um, so th those sort of starters rise above the rest. So there you go. That's the number one starter, the How Many Starters. Um, but actually, the one I use the most, the starter that I personally use the most, is the customizable starter which is the starter called Refreshing Revision. I think it's 9th of April. But anyway, the link is in the, uh, the newsletter. And this is a starter that can be customized for any particular group that you're teaching. And it's called Refreshing Revision because every time you load the page at the beginning of a lesson, a new set of questions on your chosen topics appear. So if you haven't seen that, uh, uh, take a look. You are listening to the Transom Podcast. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. So March was a very busy month with many hours given to updating the website as usual. Now, in addition to the pages that were improved, I will now mention some of the new features. Firstly, we have some updates to address the new topics in the higher GCSE um, syllabus, um, some online exercises. The first is called Iteration, 
an exercise in which learners have to find approximate solutions to equations numerically using a looping or a repeating process. And there are a number of levels. One of the levels focuses on the use of a flowchart to, uh, to, to perform an iteration. Another one is brackets. Brackets has been on the website for a long time, but a new level has been added that requires the, uh, the learners to multiply together three binomials, three sets of brackets. Um, so have a look at that. And then a brand new exercise called circle equations. And of course the equations of the tangents to circles, um, that's up and running now. Right, so other things that have been added. Two new games called Superior and Nevertheless. They are variations of the, the very popular Great Expectation uh, challenge. And um, they are guaranteed to create excitement, believe you me, um, while thinking mathematically. So try one of them during the last 10 minutes of the lesson and you won't be disappointed. A completely new cumulative frequency exercise is now live, including group data and, uh, and with links to exam-style questions. The suite of pairs programs are always useful for providing variety in the maths lesson, or for those of you who are tutors, private tutors, individual tutors, they are great for the end of a one-to-one -one tutorial session. Three new topics have been added, including uh, units, both metric and imperial. One in which uh, is called fill graph pairs, where you have to match the shape of the container to the, the graph. And another quite quirky one called math versus maths pairs, where 10 of the most common words that are different in American English compared to British English are put up as um, these the cards in the pairs game. As April begins, it would be remiss not to remind you that there are 20 weekly workouts and 20 practice papers available on the Transom website for your students taking the GCSE exams to use. The weekly workouts focus on the higher grades of the foundation tier, while the practice papers are strictly for the higher tier candidates. As a subscriber, you have access to the work solutions for the higher tier questions. So if you haven't seen them yet, have a look. Oh, and for future reference, there are two mirror sites that contain all the transom starters and activities. They are at transom.com and transom.info. The only difference is that they don't contain the database of your Transom subscription accounts, so you won't be able to log in there. But if, for some reason, Transom.org goes offline, um, at least your lesson won't be ruined because you can use one of the two mirror sites. So just keep that in the back of your mind somewhere. And finally, the answer to this month's puzzle. Well, in actual fact, the answer depends on the angle at the center of the circle that is subtended by the two radii. So if it is a fat slice of cake, it will be a different answer to if it's a very thin slice of cake. But 
the the maximum the ratio could be is one to root two minus one. That is for an exceedingly thin slice of cake. And at the other extreme, the biggest angle that the uh, the slice could make is 109 degrees. Anything bigger than that, and you'd have to make the cut through the arc. So that's the answer. Have a good month. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.